In today's episode, we're talking about expecting miracles. Why is it important? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about expecting miracles. This is probably one of the most important aspects of the manifesting process. It doesn't matter if you come from the new age thought, the secular thought, the you know the universe. You know, talk about you know divine intelligence. Talk about God. You talk about the universe and so forth. It doesn't matter how you approach manifesting, uh, from a religious standpoint or from the secular, more new modern day, you know, new age standpoint. Expecting miracles is a uh, is really important part. Why? Because expecting miracles requires faith. Let me repeat that. Expecting miracles requires a lot of faith. Why? Because you need to expect something without any evidence of it even remotely showing up. And I heard this story recently, which which really struck my heart. And I thought, what a brilliant example. And I want to share with you guys. And it was a story of the eagle. And it compared that to the story of, you know, when we have a child. So I was thinking of my pregnancy, both my pregnancies when I was about to have my baby. So if I talk, if you talk about, um, you know, humans or the normal way, right? When we as humans um, become pregnant and we are expecting a child, from week about, uh, I think, 10 or 11 onwards and sometimes 16 onwards, you kind of begin to understand there's a baby in there, right? Even before that, you can go for for a scan, you can see the baby growing and you can hear the heartbeat and so forth. So when you have that aspect, it's very easy to understand and believe you have a baby coming, right? It's a baby coming. You may have other hangups about it, but that's a different story. There's evidence of the fact that there's a baby there. And from 16 week onwards, and sometimes even earlier from second pregnancy onwards, you can feel the baby kick, you can feel the baby move. And as in my case with my first child, my God, she loved to go and sit on my spine, which made me shriek with pain. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyhow, and so, uh, you know, when you're, as humans, when we're expecting babies, you know, we have, first of all, we can have the scans and everything else and we prove the, you know, the, the baby on the way. And then of course, later on, you can actually physically feel the movements inside your stomach, inside your belly. So you can feel the baby coming, Right. Now, so it doesn't require much faith. You can see the evidence of the baby growing and the baby coming as your stomach grows and so forth. Now, compare this to an eagle. With an eagle, the eagle lays her, you know, her egg and then she sits on it for 35 days. Now, during those 35 days, not once does she hear a crack or a crickle. Oh, she allowed to move. She has to sit there for 35 days. She could be out there gallivanting, flying the, you know, flying the skies and enjoying her life, but without any evidence to, to show the fact that there is a baby coming, you know, there, there's a baby growing in this egg and the fact that it is coming, she just sits there in faith, in total faith. And after 35 days, 
It does it crack through and a baby comes out, right? But in, for, for the entire duration of those 35 days, there is absolutely no evidence for that eagle to know that there's a baby coming. But she sits there day in, day out, keeping it warm and making sure um, and holding on to the fact that I have a baby coming, I have a baby coming, I have a baby coming. So if you think of it that way, an eagle requires a lot more faith in order for her to have a baby compared to us as humans, right? We see we see the scans and then afterwards we feel the kicks and we know there's a baby on the way. Most likely, sometimes you think maybe a footballer sitting <laughs> in the side of the kicks, right? But the thing is, it doesn't require that much faith, does it? Because there's evidence for it. Same thing, same, same things go when it comes to your manifestations. Now, there are certain things where we can see evidence of it, right? Um, you know, when we have our health issues and we get this report saying that we our health is bad and then we get a second report saying, well, there seem, this seems to be improvement because we dietary change or uh, exercise routine or whatever else. We can see evidence of the improvement. Even though we haven't fully recovered, we can see evidence of it, right? Um, but there are other times when you don't see evidence of the improvement. Again, let's come on to your finances being the Money Mindset podcast. Let's talk about finances, which is, I think, relevant to everybody here. A lot of the times when you are working at something and you're working really hard and you're holding on to the faith that this is going to work, sometimes things just don't work in the way that you expect them to. However, if you are expecting miracles and you hold on to faith, you hold on to the fact that devices and is going to come and help you supernaturally or is going to you know, give you all everything that you need, then you don't get into despair. You carry on holding on to faith. There are two sides of the same coin, faith and fear. At every given moment in time, you can lean into faith, you can lean into fear. Now, the enemy, the devil, the dark side, whatever you want to name it, the shadow side, whatever whatever name, terminology you want to give it, that will have you convinced that this is not happening. It's never happened in the past, especially if it's something unique and something different that you haven't experienced before. This is never going to happen. You know, you should give up on it, move on, forget about it. And faith will tell you, have faith. This is going to happen. This is going to work. Way will be made, you know, when there was no way. You you know, miracles will show up and things, amazing things will happen. And God's on your side and God will give you every help you require. And God will provide the money, the finances, the resources, the people, the, the circumstances required for this manifestation to occur. Just hold on to faith, right? Just hold on to me. So there's an internal battle that we have all the time, fear and between faith and fear. And what I noticed in my line of work, especially when it comes to money and why so many people start off their entrepreneurial journeys and very few make it, it's not because very few have the talent or ability. If I actually, in fact, most people that I've seen who failed have an amazing amount of talent, an amazing amount of ability. It's not their talent or skills or ability which was lacking. It was their faith. So before any great manifestation to occur, there's a period of darkness, there's a period of sadness, there's a period of silence almost from, from devices energy, from, from the universe, from God, right? And I've seen this, and this is this is something that I remember my mother telling me about when I was really young. And she used, she used to say, the darkest part of the night is just before dawn. 
just before dawn. So just before your manifestation is about to appear, that's when things go really, really berserk and really out of, you know, spare out of control. And you think, oh my God, I'm never going to get out of this mess. It doesn't necessarily always have to happen, but especially when you have a great manifestation or great experiences on your way, or God's about to reward you in a big way, this usually happens then. And that is a time when you need to hold on to faith. You need to believe that miracles are going to happen. You need to expect miracles in the face of adversity. I've seen this time and time again. People are oh, okay and great to hold on to faith when they can see some evidence of it or when they when things are not as difficult. As soon as things become really difficult, they hold on to fear rather than faith. And they let go and they think, oh, well, either God doesn't want me to have this or, you know, God doesn't help me and universe doesn't help me. And they go into the victim mode. And that manifestation, which was so close, which was just about to happen for them, all of a sudden disappears because they've now leaned into fear and they've lived it and they've gone on from there. I mean, using the, uh, you know, um, uh, this example from from another great, um, uh, you know, Steve Harvey's example of, you know, you need to remain on the street of faith. A lot of the people when the manifestation is about to be delivered to the doorstep have now already moved out into the street of doubt. If you're in the house of doubt, in the street of doubt, you cannot receive your manifestation. That's exactly the point I'm making. So at any given moment in time, you have to expect miracles. And especially in the times when you just really can't figure out how the hell is this going to happen for me? Where is the money going to show up? Where is the person going to show up from? Where is it? Where is this going to, you know, find where, how I'm going to find a solution to this issue? That is a point when you hold on to faith and expect miracles, expect the universe, expect universal energy, expect divine energy, expect gods, expect Allah Spandala, expect Brahma, expect Rama, expect Jesus, whoever you call out to, expect them to create miracles for you and miracles will show up. But you have to show faith first. A lot of the times people will say, um, you know, I, I will, I'll have faith when I see it. You know, this idea. And, and by the way, I'm not having a go to you. Not, I'm, I'm not telling you something that I haven't experienced myself. Keep in mind, my background is a lawyer. So as a lawyer, I have to see evidence of something before I can prove it. Right. That's my that's been ingrained to my DNA. I have to go against my logical brain. My, my, my natural instinct is to look for evidence before I believe in something. But when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to the supernatural, you have to have faith first before the manifestation appears, before the miracle shows up. You have to hold on to faith and you have to hold on to faith in the face of no evidence. Right. So there are certain things in my life. I have absolutely zero evidence of um, of it happening or of it showing up. But guess what? My faith in that in the aspect of my life is 110 percent. I talk about it as if it's already happened. It's, it's happened and I'm excited about it. And I talk about if I talk about when and I'm not. I'm not worried whether it happens tomorrow, the day after, or, or you know, in 10 years' time. Time is not irrelevant to me. I'm expecting miracles to show up in, the, in divine right timing. When the divine right timing is there, that business that I want will happen. When the divine right timing is there, the, the, the partner I want will happen. When the divine right time is there, the thing I want for my for my child will happen. When the divine right time is there, et cetera, et cetera, right? Because I have various plans of various businesses. Some of them are in motion and some of the things are just still on the shelves and I'm looking for a way to break through. I'm working on them. Right. But at the same time, I don't have faith in my ability as much as I have faith in divine energy. So at times when I lack and I feel like I'm lacking a skill set or an ability or um, even sometimes courage, by the way, because something I'm really I really have the end of my tether. I don't know how far or how can I carry on. 
that's when I get my, you know, then that's when I lean into faith and allow faith to carry me forward. I'm not, I'm not perfect. I am far from it. And there are times when I am, you know, broken down and I'm thinking, okay, how do I move forward from it? How do I work ahead from it? How do I open this place thing up? And how do I move forward? And there have been many examples, right? Keep in mind, um, you know, for me, I mean, I have, I wear very various hats. I am, uh, first and foremost, I'm a, I'm a mother and I'm a single parent. So I have to make sure that my children are okay. And God forbid anything else happen, happens. I have no family support. So I am the only one who can look after them. Um, I'm also the main, main support for my, my brother. I'm also, you know, you know, main support for some other people, you know, in, in other parts of the world. So, and then I have, I obviously am being the CEO and, uh, and team leader. So I am the leader of my company. So I have to make sure my team are taken care of. I very wear various hats at different times. And if at any time emotionally someone's upset me, because I'm a very sensitive person too, if someone hurts me, upsets me, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of my family or whatever else, then I have to handle and manage my emotions while simultaneously taking care of everything else. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. And I have to be honest, there are times, especially I think recently what happened in recent times where this close relative of mine, this aunt of mine, who I love and adored um, so much, really broke my heart. And she really, really did. And I allowed myself the space to cry over that relationship, to be upset over it. Because for the life of me, I couldn't work out why she would behave in that way. I still can't. But it's no longer my issue. That's between her and Devices Energy. But the point was, I have to lean into faith. And then there, there, that resulted in other things happening in my business, which wasn't, you know, wasn't uh, favorable, so to speak. And then there's there's one of my businesses which is now taking a complete different direction because the way it was working is not working anymore. So I had to change direction for that business. All of these things can be very overwhelming, right? I'm I'm not I'm not here telling you how everything's hunky dory and my life is perfect and blah blah blah. I'm not going to share that with you. I'm not going to give you false hope like that. Your life is going to come across obstacles. You're going to have issues to deal with. You're going to have things to deal with. But what I want you to say is talk miracles in your life. I am expecting miracles in all aspects of our life. My, I'm expecting the, the one business I'm talking about, one kind of direction where lead generation and the thing that was work, we're working on the business is now closing. I'm expecting the lead generation to be 10x from, from the next lead source for, for that business to go really sky high in the from the next, uh, from you know, December onwards. I'm expecting miracles to show up in the business. I'm expecting things amazing to happen. I'm the other, the other, the other business that I'm looking into. It's a new area that I want to go back and go into. I don't know how I want to break through, what kind of support I'll have, but I have, I know I have universal energy. I have devices energy to support me. So I'm expecting miracles to show up in there, the right people to turn up to support me, to help me to build that business. And when it comes to miracles for my for my children, in, in terms of supporting them. I'm expecting miracles for them as well. I'm expecting miracles all the time in terms of my, my daughter's going to do her GCSEs this year. I'm expecting miracles for her grades in terms of what happens for her and you know how universal and just supports her. I'm expecting miracles for my son because of, you know, with the school I want him to go to, which, you know, we'll find out in, the, in December. But, okay, here is something that I, I want to add into using my son's example. So my son is currently in a, in, a, in a very good school. He's in a private school, of course. 
And it's a, he's, I mean, we are quite privileged for him to be in that school. It's a brilliant school. But I, there's another school that that I, when I sat, went and saw, and uh, he set the entrance exam for, and then we'll find out in December. My, I had my heart set on it because it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant school. So now I'm expecting on one hand miracles show up and expecting him to go into that school as well, right? However, I'm not attached to it. So I'm quite happy for him to stay where he is because he's, he's in a fantastic school. And I can see the pros and cons of both schools as well. So even though I'm expecting miracles, I'm not married to the outcome. I, he doesn't, it doesn't have to happen for me to be fully satisfied. I'm quite satisfied and quite happy if things are the way they are. And this happened last year when even before my son had these these places, we were through crazy um, mad times with 11 plus. For those of you know who you know the English system, no, 11 plus is a complete nightmare. We went through that. But I, I, I was quite content with him going to a local state school, even he didn't get into one of these elective selective. Um, sorry, these um, elite elective schools. It didn't really matter. I wanted him to get into, but it wasn't. It wasn't going to break my heart because I wasn't married to the outcome. And then he, in the end, he did really, really well and going to all the schools and we were able to choose a very nice one for him. Um, and now for 13 plus, we're looking for, for that school that I'm, I'm talking about at the moment. But my point here being, I'm always expecting miracles. And I'm talking about this too. This is so important. You need to call these miracles out into your life. You need to say, thank you, God, or thank you, universe, for sending such amazing people into my life. Thank you, universe, for showing me this opportunity. Thank you, universe, for you know allowing my child to get such amazing grace. Thank you, universe, for allowing my son th- this ability, the privilege to study in this fantastic schools. Thank you, universe, for giving me great health. Thank you, universe, for bringing the right partner into my life. Thank you, universe, for making me so happy. Thank you, universe, for my million dollar business or thank you universe for my 100k cash days thank you universe for my seven figure business whatever whatever you're manifesting right expect miracles and talk miracles now i'm not saying there are going to be you're going to be in that zone all the time this doesn't work that way anybody who told you to be positive and be in that that happy go lucky um, you know mindset 100% of the time is 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 kidding you that's not going to happen but play the 80 20 rule if 80% of the time you're in this high vibrational really positive mindset and expecting miracles great now here's my point to you the time the 20 percent of time when you are low when you are sad when things do get overwhelmed when you do get overwhelmed when things get too much take a break but you know if you want to you can cry and there's nothing harm there's no harm in crying this is i'm I'm talking to you you guys too okay some men i'm talking to you too there is absolutely no shame at all whatsoever in you crying Right. In you showing emotion, in you talking to universal energy and talking to God. I mean, I talk to Allah Mandala all the time. And I and in my culture, in my religion, um, the best time to cry is when you're praying on the prayer mat. And actually the best time to cry is when you're when you're doing sajda, when you're on your on your, you know, when you're on the floor with your forehead on the on the ground. Okay. We call that sajda when your head is on the on the forehead on the on your forehead is on the ground. So the, the times that I cry the most is when I get overwhelmed and I get over, you know, when I'm really upset about something or I'm both times, by the way, when I'm really, really gr- grateful, when I just have gratitude, which, you know, overwhelms my heart and I'm just overwhelmed with all the love and gratitude for divine energy. That's also when I cry. Again, I would go into sajda. I would go into, um, you know, in uh, I would go, you know, touch the forehead with my uh, my forehead on the ground and go into sajda and I would cry out of pure gratitude. I would do that too. 
simultaneously. If I'm upset, if things are too overwhelming and I feel lost and I feel upset, again, I will not verbalize the the things I fear. I will not verbalize, oh, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. I would say, Allah, help me. Allah help me. And that's the most I will say at that moment. If I cannot say thank you, Alamia, for, you know, for uh, my seven figure business. Thank you, Alamia, for, for allowing my daughter to get this grace. Thank you, Alamia, for allowing my son to get here. Thank you, Alamia, for giving me my health. If I cannot verbalize the positive things, I will not verbalize the negative things either. I would, that if I am upset, if I'm overwhelmed, I would get into on the prayer mat. I would pray and I would do my sajda and I would cry in my sajda, right? I would cry in, uh, on, the, on the prayer mat. But outside of it, but that's just that's twenty percent of the time. If that, usually it's a lot less than that. I'm I'm usually happy go lucky ninety percent of the time. So the 10, 20 percent of the time when you are upset, it can be just don't verbalize your fear. Do not bring it into reality because at that time you are highly emotionalized. And remember, your emotions pull your those things into your reality. You do not want to pull the dark side into your 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 three D world. What you want to do is acknowledge the fact that you're upset, acknowledge the fact you feel overwhelmed, acknowledge the fact that you feel lost and you need help and support from universal energy, from devices energy, from God, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then you go and pray to you know, to God, however you, how you pray. If you're Hindu, go to the temple. And if you, depending on what God you go to, you can go speak to Kalima, you can speak to Durga, you can speak to Lakshmi, you can speak to any of the gods that you, that you choose. If you're Christian, if you want to go and speak to Jesus, if you want to speak to Holy Spirit, go and do that. If you're uh, from the Old Testament, you want to speak to Abraham's God, if you want to speak to, you know, which is the same as Allah's Allah's God, Allah's Bandala, you want to speak to God, go and do that. Go to synagogue, go to um, church, go to temple, go to mosque, go to wherever. And I don't go to any of these places, by the way, so I, I, I pray at home. I would go into my bedroom where I normally pray and I would put my prayer mat and I pray, right? Speak to universal energy. And if you don't have any faith at all and you're atheist, that's entirely up to you, then speak to whatever deity that resonates with you. But speak into faith. Expect miracles. Ask universal energy, God, to help you in that dark moment, in that sad moment, in that depressing moment, in that low moment of yours. And allow yourself the space to feel it without verbalizing, but come out of it very, very quickly. I, I talk about this quite a lot in my mastermind when I tell people to feel the emotions, but come out. Feel the emotions, but come out. Feel the emotions, but come out, right? You cannot stay in that dark moment. I don't stay in my sadness. I don't stay crying forever and ever and ever. I may do it for five minutes, five and a half an hour or something else. But once I've let all the emotions out, I know universal energy, God has heard me. I'm okay. I'm content. I'm happy. And then I go on my merry way and I'm perfectly fine the next day, Right? Um, one of the things that today, I woke up very late. For some reason, I woke up very late and I missed Fajr today, this morning. And I was really, initially, I was really upset about it. Like, what the hell? You know, I was really, really upset with myself. And then I thought, yeah, okay, you're not messed up. Forget it. I went, I dropped my kids off to, you know, my, my daughter to the station, my, my son off to school, came back, did Vazoo, and I read Josh. Okay, so I made up for the Fajr prayer and I read Josh as well, uh, which I normally read anyway. And I went and I carried on my normal day. Right. I didn't beat myself up about it. And tomorrow I, I, I put recently I wasn't putting the alarm on. I was just naturally waking up for Fajr. I'll just make sure that I put the alarm on. So in, in case I you know, do oversleep, my alarm wakes me off. I don't like waking up to the alarm. It really bugs me. But I will make sure that this does this as a backup plan. Right. So this is so important. It really is for you to understand you can speak miracles, but you need to expect them first and ask universal energy and, you know, for help when you are in your low moments. 
but you need to expect miracles. This is so, so important. If you are saying affirmations, but you're expecting a, some the opposite to your affirmations, guess what's going to show up into your life? The opposite of the affirmations. You, the only thing that's going to show up in your life is what you're actually expecting. So start expecting miracles. Start expecting amazing things to happen for you. Start expect, expecting blessings to show up for you. And I don't want things to be hard for you. I want things to be with ease and grace. So expect miracles to show up, blessings to show, which is going to take you to the next level with ease and grace. If you're currently a six-figure earner, it's going to take you to seven figure, uh, seven figures or eight figures with ease and grace. If you're single at the moment, it's going to allow you to meet the, your, your ideal partner with ease and grace. If you don't have children at the moment and you want children, universal energy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God's going to bring children into your life with ease and grace. Whatever you want, expect miracles. Expect miracles and allow miracles to happen for you. If you're expecting something other than what you're manifesting, then that is what's going to show up. And that's the point of today's podcast. I want you to understand this. Expecting miracles is essential for those miracles to show up. And if you think that you're, you know, I have no way out. Well, God has a way out. I don't know how I'm going to get to seven figures. Universal energy knows how to. I have no idea how I'm going to meet my ideal partner. Allah Spandala knows. Okay, leave it up to God, leave it up to universal energy, leave it up to divine energy. Allow yourself the space to say, you know what, I don't know, but universal energy, God, Allah subhanahu wa Jesus, they know. Let God know, right? And just to, just a disclaimer for those Muslims listening to me, I don't think Jesus is God. I'm just referring to those people who do believe Jesus is God, okay? I believe Jesus is my prophet and I love him dearly because of it. Just a little bit for, you know, disclaimer. But anyway, Ask whatever deity resonates with you and go and ask them for help. I would go and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. And I do every single day, every time I pray. Every time I'm down, I go on on, on my prayer mat and I, and I pray. To the point my kids know, okay, mom's upset. Mom, do you want to pray? That's, that's my kids. But my kids will say this to me. They will remind me of that because they know how much that, how important that is for me. And I'm drumming this into their head. I'm drumming into yours today. Please, for the sake of your your higher self, for for the sake of all the goodness that can come to you, expect miracles and talk about those miracles. Expect them and and, and verbalize them. You know, talk them into your life and ask, you know, and expect God, divine energy to bring those miracles into your life with ease and grace. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed um, talking about it. I will be back with another episode another time. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing up. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.